0: Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball.
1: Axtell trying to set up a three here for Brendan Rungi Way outside on lobby. Now he is free. Takes a deep three and it is good. Second three and eight points for Brendan Rungi.
0: Tonight, it's the semifinals of the D18 Boys Subdistrict Tournament in Kearney, featuring Pleasanton, Kennesaw, Axtell, and Shelton. High school basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club.
1: Here's Went driving right baseline, switches hands to the left, and the ball gets tipped away. Went got it back, gives it off to Keyshaw, to Dixon, and Dixon will lay it up and in.
0: Pleasanton looks for their second win of the year over Kennesaw in tonight's opener, while Axtell and Shelton meet for the first time with identical 16 and 6 records. It's the D18 Boys Sub District Tournament coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Cope Gymnasium at Carney Catholic with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda. Right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
1: And welcome back, everyone, to high school basketball here from Cope Gymnasium at Power 99, the second semifinal of the D1-8 sub-district. A pair of 16-16, 7th-ranked Axtell and the Shelton Bulldogs. Shelton has only been to state twice in the modern era, 93-95, and 95, and they've got a good basketball team and a good enough one to win two games here. For Axtell, the previous run for Brent Heinrichs got him a state championship, Back in 2000, and uh, runner-up, excuse me, in 2006, the last time they were to state was in 2016. This is the hogan Hybrid's pregame show. We'll look at the starters and give you more details right after this.
3: The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to The Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper.
5: Time
1: now for the injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Freshman Cooper Miller out suffering a concussion for Axtell. Wright Chaney starting senior guard for Shelton. He's going to play, but he has tweaked his back a little bit. They hope to have him in better shape for the postseason. And those are your injury reports brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. The starting lineups are next. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney for the Shelton Bulldogs. Number one, six-foot-one-inch senior is Ry Cheney. He averages six points per basketball game. Number two, six-one senior is Kyle Ween, seven points of all game. Number 23, six-foot senior is Ben Bombeck. He averages about four and a half points and four and a half rebounds a game. The team's leading scorer is number 24, 6'5 senior Marcus Lobber, at 13 points a game. And number 30, 6'5 junior is Angel Len. He averages 10 points a game for a team that gets 53. The head coach is Tyler Horkey, assisted by Seth Jensen and Will Reitzel, 16 and 6 on the season for the Shelton Bulldogs. And they have really put together a heck of a run after winning the Twin Valley Conference Tournament. They are 7 and 1 in their last eight games at lone loss coming to Pleasanton. For Axtell, number 12, six foot two inch senior is Tyler Danberg. Number 14 is 5'10", senior number Zach nine. Heinrichs. And for those two, they're averaging 5.5, and, and Zach only about, uh, excuse me, Danberg, 15, and Heinrichs, 14, two of their leading scores. Number 22, 6'1", senior is Jacob Ware, six points a game. Number 24, six-foot sophomore Brennan Runge, actually leads the team at 16 points. And number 35, 11 sophomore Calvin Johnson, seven points a game for an Axel team that averages 63 and a half. The head coach is Brent Heinrichs, assisted by Rob Heinrichs. And of course, the legend from UNK, Dusty Jura. The Axtell Wildcats are 16 and 6, ranked number 7 in class D1. of those in the starting lotus, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and Carney. We'll tip it off in a moment. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry or Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids dealer.
6: Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed.
1: Well, the Carney girls are playing one of the top three teams in the state tonight. And Pius, Pius 38, Carney 29 going to the fourth quarter. Carney has had two of their better games this year against Pius. We're ready to get it going. Monty Kratzenstein, Paul Ryderson Marty Kratzel are your officials. And the opening tip will be controlled here by Shelton. And right away, Axtell will come out and pick him up man to man. And the top of the circle with it. Lobber brings it into the paint. Kicks it into the left-hand wing. A three-pointer to start the game by Lynn. is off the mark. No good. Rebound pulled down by the Wildcats, but knocked away from Calvin Johnson. The steal is made by Chaney. Chaney takes it in. Leaves it off for the back man. Lobber. Lobber pull-up jumper from eight. Too strong. And it's going to be saved in bounds here by Axtell's Jacob Weir to Zach Heinrichs. And we are underway. 30 seconds into this semifinal. And you'll hear that whistle all night long. Some coaches Stop the boot, some slap the floor. Head coach Brent Heinrichs uses the whistle. Heinrichs will spread it out here against the Shelton Man-to-Man. Zach looks for a back cut, not there. Kicks it over the wing to Jacob Weir. Of course, always got to look out for Rungi. He can knock down a ton of threes. Heinrichs to the right baseline. Bounce pass inside to Danberg is tipped away. Axtell, two possessions, two turnovers, and Cheney will push the ball off the floor. We're a minute gone and no score for the right to play Pleasanton Thursday night. In the sub-district final, top of the circle with it is Len. Len comes down the left side of the lane, off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Danberg. Outlet to Heinrichs. Heinrichs, ball fake, spin move in the lane. He's wide open, and the five-footer is good. He got him to commit on the ball fake dribble. They both bent on the fake, and that left the paint open. And Axel has the first points of the game. Don't forget, you can also hear all of our basketball online, PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. And our first foul of the game here is going to be called on Axtell's. Tyler Danberg getting tied up there with Marcus Lauber. And Axtell will set back the fence as Shelton will inbound it in the side, off from the side. Out to Cheney. Chaney. Lauber has some room, brings it down to the block, then dribbles behind the backboard. And his bounce pass to Ween is kicked out of bounds. Lauber just dribbled right behind the backboard. He saw what was coming and decided not to stop a dribble earlier and take the shot. Shelton to throw it in underneath with Ben Bombeck. Bombeck, bounce pass right side, Wien. Kyle dribbles to the three-point arc, gives it to the right elbow here for Lobber. Dribbles to the left side, draws the defense to Bombeck, back up top to Wien. They're keeping it around the three-point arc, not spreading it too much off the pick. Len will put it up, and it's no good. So Angels missed his first three, and the rebound brought down by Heinrichs. Outlet pass in the front court, right wing. They'll get it down low to Weir. Weir got into the paint and walked with the basketball three turnovers now for Axtell in the first two minutes of the game, and we will already see substitutions for Shelton. They'll bring in Quinn Chaney. He's a freshman, and also coming in is going to be Colby Sutton, the senior, and Coach Horky told me before the game that the freshman Shaney has really been playing well here in this stretch where they've won seven of eight. Lobber in the paint, forces the issue, no good. Goes over the back, got the rebound. Now he's doubled, has to just take a jumper off the glass and he'll hit it. Lobber didn't force the issue, even though he was double teamed. He did a good job to control the basketball on the offensive putback, and it's 2-2. Five and a half to go, first quarter. Left-hand corner, three-pointer for Axdale Might have been partially tipped, it looked like Angel Lynn got part of it. It comes up short, and Axtell can't get anything early on here as Shelton looks to take the lead. Over to Len. Had a huge game we saw him earlier this year when they played Gibbon. Into the right-hand corner, three-pointer on away way, and good for Colby Sutton. And Shelton will grab the lead at 5-2. Good crowd on hand, but you can just tell Shelton playing that underdog role there feeling it. They want to be here. They want to win. They know they've got a chance for the first time really, let's face it, legit in a number of years to get to the postseason and win multiple games. But none of them will be easy as Danberg has at the top of the circle. Ball fake right down the middle and he gets it tomahawked out of bounds by Marcus Lauber, but they're going to call in for the foul. First foul of the game on Shelton. Story here is Lauber went up and volleyball spiked it. Had he just went up and Blocked it instead of the big huge follow through, they might not have called the foul. But you get that much torque, you're probably going to get dinged for it. And the free throw is up and in by Tyler Danberg. And into the ball game for Shelton, Erickson Ramos. He has played a lot of minutes off the bench here over the years for Shelton. At the end of one, Gibbon 14, Holdridge 12. Halftime, Lexington 31, Hastings 25. Second free throw good by Danberg. And again, the Lexington-Hastings game, 1230 AM KHAS, Gibbon-Holdridge, ESPN, 1460, or PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney holdridge Lexington and Lincoln, Shelton basketball, left-hand corner, Quinn Shaney, up top to bru- Kyle Ween, inside land, finger roll, blocking foul called on Axtell. Zach Heinrichs. We'll pick up the first foul of the ball game and two free throws coming up here for Angel Lynn. And for Len, he can shoot the three, but what he does so well is ball fake you on a three and drive, and the free throw here by Len is good. A final from Lincoln. Pius beats a very game Carney High Lady Bearcat team. 52 to 40 is the final score. Lady Cats will see their season come to an end. Second free throw by Len, and it's good. Shelton seven, and Axtell four, and Nick Pearson will come in. Axtell doesn't suit up 14 players. They don't have that many out. They'll suit up 11. And Heinrichs brings it up the floor. As he brings it up, we are going to get a whistle and wave off the bucket. Looks like we got a hand check foul on Quinn Shaney out around the free throw line. His first, and back into the ball game, Lobber and Bombeck here for Shelton. Axtell, Shelton, girls teams eliminated, but congratulations to all the wrestlers. Talked about that briefly in our first game. Did so well and brought home some medals. And the ball finally gets knocked away, but Shelton can't get the steal as it comes up top. Pearson will grab it after it was batted away from Calvin Johnson. We have not even said Brennan Runge's name. Erickson Ramos is on him right now. I'm not sure Runge's touched the basketball. They tried to get him on a back cut, but he's covered. Get the ball over to Nick Pearson. Pearson at the free throw line. Can't get any separation. Bounce pass inside. Johnson got fouled. Ben Bombeck, his first foul. Got a little chess match going on right now. As Calvin Johnson will go to the line and shoot two. 345 to go in the first quarter. Shelton seven, Axel four. The winner gets Pleasanton, who did breeze by Kennesaw tonight. 53-25. We'll talk with Coach Vetter at halftime. Free throw is good by Johnson. Waiting to check in is Colin Soderquist for the shooter, Johnson. And a second free throw now to make it a one-point game here midway through the first quarter. On the way, and that's short. Ball slapped into the air, but it finds its way to Quinn Shaney's hands, and they'll clear things out and let the Shelton freshman bring it across the timeline. Picked up here by the senior Zach Heinrichs. Dribble to the right side. No screen set. He's all by himself over there in the corner. And then the ball slipped right out of his hands. Turnover Shelton. That'll be the first turnover of the game here for the Bulldogs. And Sodaquist comes in. And now here comes a whole trio of starters back in a ball game for Shelton. It'll be Ry Shaney, Kyle Ween, and Angel Len. So Coach Horky. Wants to rotate in, keep him fresh. Able to do that with a lead here in the first quarter of play. Bringing it up, Zach Heinrichs. A little bit of a zone trap here being implemented, but Axtell doesn't have any problem with it. Heinrichs to the right elbow, throws it underneath. It goes off of Axtell and out of bounds. Deflected off the hands of Tyler Danberg. Turnover number four for Axtell. And here comes Shelton. Ryan Shaney with a basketball. Right down the middle of the floor, hands it off to Lobber against the man-to-man, and a reach-in foul going to be called here on the switch. Tyler Danberg with his second, and the team's third. The team fouls are even at three apiece, and Coach Heinrichs is going to get Calvin Johnson right back into the ball game here, and Shelton to get it underneath. If these teams start to score, it could turn into a track meet. They'll lob it into Lobber, underthrown, tipped away, but right into the hands of Kyle Wien, and he'll lay it up and in. It was good defense by Axtell, but the deflection went right to Wien, and he's got his first bucket, and it's 9-5. Shelton here by 4. Heinrich brings it across the timeline, picks the dribble up to Rungi Down to the baseline, he'll fire it to Pearson. He'll finally take the shot, no good. Offensive rebound, back up and in by Johnson. Calvin Johnson... Amongst three Shelton Bulldogs able to grab the rebound and that'll cut it to 2 at the other end they get it to Len Len's open he'll put it up and score First bucket for Angel Len 11-7 the score If you can't tell the Shelton fans set right in front of us the Axtell fans on the far side Runge at 3 his first shot of the game misses everything but an offensive rebound here for Soderquist they'll kick it back to Runge crossover into the paint kicks it out Colin 4-3 it's too strong. Offensive rebound underneath, making room and missing the bunny is Pearson. And finally, Angel Lynn will bring it down here for Shelton. So some good looks, but the Wildcats were way off on three shots, including a couple from downtown. Kyle Ween over to rice Shaney. Minute 50 to go here first quarter, 11-7 Shelton. A true toss-up game between these two. Ben Bombeck. Off the screen to the left elbow, stops and gives it back to Len. He'll take the 12-foot jumper. It's short. Rebound grab by Zach Heinrichs, and Zach will dribble it down the middle of the basketball court. Nobody stops him. He brings it into the paint, throws up an NBA shot, and out of bounds. Touch last by Shelton. Looked like Len may have got a finger on it, so we'll give him credit for that. And Axel will get it underneath their own hoop. But first, Quinn Shaney reenters here for Shelton. And older brother Rye is going to check out. 128 remaining here in quarter number one. Our high school basketball brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Inbound to Zach Heinrichs. He'll take the three. It's no good. Marcus Lobber will pick up the rebound. He'll push it into the front court. Gets it to Len. Now back out between the circles to Chaney. Quinn Chaney gets it inside. Looking for some room as Lobber. Lobber posted up and scored. That time, Lomber didn't dribble behind the back. He dribbled right to the rack, and it's a six-point lead now for Shelton. 13-7 with one minute to go here in the quarter. Spin moves Zach Heinrichs into the corner. They get it to Rungi, trying to get him going. He'll force the jumper. It's short, no good, right into the hands, though, of his teammate, who puts it back up and in, Nick Pearson. couple of air balls in there that Pearson has been on the receiving end of. Coach Horky off the bench, shouting instructions here. Still 40 seconds. They're not going to hold the ball. 13-9, to nine. a four-point lead for Shelton, playing a solid first quarter here against the Axtell Wildcats, winners of the Fort Kearney Conference, Shelton, winners of the Twin Valley Conference. Pick and roll to Len, missed it, got his own rebound and scored. Two Axtell Wildcats went flying at him, and when he missed, there was nobody there to rebound it. And Len able to get his sixth point of the quarter. 15 seconds for Axtell to get a good shot away here couple of dribbles between the circles, holding the basketball, got knocked away, picked up Runge, throws up a three, it doesn't hit anything again, and it goes out of bounds as time expires, and at the end of
6: one quarter of play, your score, Shelton 15, Axtell 9 on Power 99.
3: If you want more yield, the answer is A, Pioneer brand A series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1223 comparisons. A series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com/a series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson your Pioneer seed dealer with you from the Word Go.
1: With our producer engineer, Stacey Johns, I'm Doug Duda. In the Carnegie Interpair Repair Broadcast Booth, ready to start the second quarter. Axtell will have the ball, but they trail it here. 15-9, to 9, Shelton playing a very solid first quarter, only one turnover, took care of the basketball. Hit a couple of free throws. Len has six inside Heinrich. Spin moving the paint. Turnaround jumper won't go. Rebound got slapped all the way back out to him. He's going to try it again. Leave it off for Johnson. And he's fouled inside by Bombeck. Second foul on Ben Bombeck. Three of four at the line of the first quarter for Axtell. Two of two for Shelton. 0 of five from three point range for Axtell. One of two for Shelton. Axtell did get the better of the boards. Nine to five. And Calvin Johnson, one of two at the line, has three points. Will go to the line to shoot two more. And the first one is on the way and in. 15 to 10. Score update for you at the half. Gibbon 27, Holdridge 19 on ESPN 1460 at the half. And Selimerna 20, South Loop 8. Earlier tonight, Sutton beat St. Cecilia, Kearney Catholic, Wood River. Second free throw is good. Johnson hits them both. Again, the Gibbon Holdridge game on ESPN 1550. Donovan Trumbull and Sandy Creek on the breeze, 94.5. Hastings, Lexington on 1230 KHAS. Angel Len for three, and he's got it. You cannot leave that young man open, just like you can't leave Runge open on the other side. And it's now a seven point lead for Shelton, their largest of the game, 18 to 11, and half the points from Angel Len. Heinrichs forces the issue down the middle of the lane, and the shot no good. Rebound brought down by Quinn Shaney. The freshman behind the back to try to avoid Heinrichs. Kicks it into the right-hand corner to Kyle Ween. To Lobber, 7-footer. Partially blocked by Calvin Johnson. Ball comes down to Jacob Weir. And here comes Axtell. But they've really been throwing up some playground shots. Not exactly what Coach Heinrichs likes to see. Runge off the screen. Pulls up at the free-throw line. His jumper is no good. And the ball is tipped out. You can tell Runge, the sophomore, is feeling anxious. So those shots are not what we're used to seeing. Another three by Len, but it is no good. Offensive rebound pulled down by Colby Sutton. Back inside jumper, no good. Len, offensive rebound, kicks it into the corner for three. Sutton in and out, no good. And finally Johnson gets the rebound here for Axtell. Heinrichs to the top of the key. On Shaney, brings him into the paint. Ball fake, puts it up from six and gets one to go and we're going to get a timeout called here by Axtell after the jumper made by Zach Heinrichs. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. 6.15 to go in the first half of our boys' semifinal. It's Shelton 18, Axtell 13.
8: Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist.
1: As we come back to action, Erickson Ramos will take a pull-up three. He was open, but it won't go. The rebound brought down by Brennan Runge. Fast break the other way, and we get a grab. Called on Shelton. It's going to be on Kyle Wien, his first, team's fifth. And it's enough to send Tyler Danberg to the line, who had a couple of free throws in the first quarter of play. A reminder, our high school postseason basketball is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions. Decade after decade, we're here to provide the best technologies, tools, and products as the free throw is up and in. Another score after the first quarter. Bruning, Davenport-Shickley leading Harvard 11-5 at the end of the third quarter. Lexington leading Hastings 44-38. Danberg hits them both. He's 4-4 for at the line. So we'll keep you up to date, and don't forget at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, score updates, a review of the Pleasanton win over Kennesaw. Ramos for three, no good. And the defensive board brought down by Brennan Runge. Kind of feel the tide turning here a little bit, so let's see if Shelton can continue to play good defense. Runge gives it off to Heinrich, step back, three, and he got it. Zach now with a game-high seven points, the first three of the game for Axtell, and we have a 18-18 ball game. 5.15 to go. I think Coach Horky was trying to maybe yell out some instructions. I thought first a timeout, but no. They'll kick it over to Rye Chaney or to Ween. Shelton's seven-point lead is gone here. Bounce pass to Ramos. He's not there, but Bombeck and Sutton. Sutton runs it down. Over to Chaney. Quinn for three. The first bucket of the ball game for Quinn Chaney. And that'll make it 21-18. to 18. Fast break at the other end. Layup good. Tyler Danberg. Axtell loves to get the ball out and go in transition. And assistant coach Dusty Jura now shouting instructions defensively. Spread it out here. They're playing zone. Ramos dribbles in. Double pumps. Got tripped. Two free throws coming up for Erickson Ramos. He got his foot tangled up with Zach Heinrichs. And for Zach, that'll be his second personal foul. So he and Danberg each have two of the four team fouls, and Ramos will go to the line and look for his first point of the basketball game. And Ramos, the senior, will put it on the way, and it is good. Again, Shelton has not been to the Boys State Basketball Tournament since 1995. They were there at 93. That's the only time they have been there since the 1920s couple times that they just seem to always get thrown in the wrong district. They get moved around, it seems like. Second free throw for Ramos. On the way, and it's good. So, Erickson hits them both, and it's 23-20 in favor of, of Shelton. As Heinrichs brings it up against the Shelton man-to-man. Top of the key. They'll get it to Danberg. Tries the entry pass to Johnson. The ball's tipped away and out of bounds. So Axtell will get it out underneath their own hoop. Set up a three for Runge. Rungi's three is no good. One of seven. Rebound comes out long. Quinn Shaney, his fourth already. And he'll give it off to the trailer in Colby Sutton. Back to Shaney, and they'll set up the offense here. Against the zone, high post here to Bombeck. Kicks it over to Sutton on the left wing. Lob it down low. Ramos on the block, and Runge is going to be called for the foul. The ball fake got him in the air. And Brennan Runge with his first personal foul, and Ramos will go back to the line where he had a couple of free throws just a minute ago. So let's see if Ramos can stay strong from the line. Takes his dribbles, and the free throw is in and out and back in. Three for three here for Erickson Ramos. 24-20, Shelton by four, 3.54 to go in quarter number two second free throw on the way and it's good so ramos hits them all shelton right now six of six from the line and Axtell is seven of eight 25 20 the lead back to five it was seven then tied now five and heinrich tries to back in the lane trips and falls down first turnover of the quarter. cheney brings it up leaves it off for ramos on the right wing in traffic and a double dribble or a travel will be called that's just the second turnover on shelton they probably kind of got him earlier in the possession it looked like rice shaney maybe took an extra step when he stopped with the basketball but they let it go and end up turning it over anyway so now 25 20 axtel down five with the ball tyler danberg brings it into the paint in there to knock it away ben Bombac, Bombac comes away with the steal up the floor two on two shaney back to lobber lobber up the bombback Bomb back into the paint, draws contact, out to Ramos, wide open three, good. Erickson was going to pass it, but nobody was on him. And it's a 10-2 run here by the Shelton Bulldogs. They hit their fourth three of the game. Ramos has seven points in the quarter. Shelton doesn't have a two-pointer in the quarter. Four free throws and three threes, and Heinrichs drives and draws the foul. Boy, I don't ever remember seeing Zach Heinrichs take the ball to the hole as much as he has here. In this contest tonight, the foul on Colby Sutton is his first. And at the line to shoot two, Zach Heinrichs, he already has seven points. Danberg has six. Johnson has five. And the free throw is in and out no good. Here's Angel Len back in. Here's Kyle Ween back in. Coming out, it'll be Bombeck and Sutton. Axtell's Jacob Weir, Runge. I think the original five, yeah, they're all out there. Second free throw, Heinrichs in and out, no good, and the rebound brought down by Lauber, his third. 2.50 to go in the first half. Shelton 28, Axtell 20. The winner gets Pleasanton Thursday night here on Power 99. Ramos, they're really shading him into the paint. They get it to Ween. Good ball fake, takes it in, off the rim, no good. Hit the rim twice, so Ramos got the rebound, and he put it back up and in. Erickson Ramos having a monster second quarter, a 10-point lead for the Bulldogs, 2.5 to go, 30-20. to 20. In favor of Shelton. Looking to go off the dribble. Jacob Weir draws the double team out to Heinrichs, but way out here. So Zach will dribble it out between the circles. Picked up there by Kyle Wee. Resetting the offense. Runge guarded by Ramos in the man-to-man. Brennan Runge still not a single point in the game for the leading scorer. Here, Heinrichs, they love him alone again. Wrap around to Johnson in the paint. Not sure where he is, but once he finds where he's at, he scores. He did a full 360 with his pivot foot down. And now seven points for Calvin Johnson, and that breaks the run for Shelton. Tried to get it inside to Angel Land. Ball tipped away. Free, loose. It's picked up by Rungy. Turnover, Shelton. Rungy, you know what he wants to do. He wants to go all the way, tries to draw the blocking charge. They're going to call the block. I know some officials that would have just let that go because I'm not sure there was really hardly any contact, but the freshman in Quinn Chaney was trying to draw the charge. It was definitely not. He flopped but he draws the foul on the block. And at the line to shoot two, Brennan Runge and the sophomore hits the front of the rim, no good. Shelton has done an outstanding job covering him so far. Runge averages 16 points per ball game. He's really just had a couple shots and those were contested. Second free throw, halftime, BDS 20, Harvard 15. Tied between Hastings and Lexington with two and a half to go. Second free throw, no good. Ramos pulls down the rebound. That's four straight misses from the line now for Axtell. Ramos, Rungy all over him, 25 feet away. Dribbles to the top of the key and swings it over to Len. Posting up Lobber. Lobber backing down on Johnson. Back to the free throw line. Weed. Ball fake. Didn't take it out to Ramos. And they'll skip it over here to Rye Shaney. Shaney. Back over to Ween. Three-point land. Done one. Over to Ramos. Minute 10 to go before halftime. 30-22, Shelton. Ramos. They sag on him again. Back door. Cheney was there. And it's off Rice's hands. And he says, yeah, that's on me. Fourth turnover for Shelton. They'll come back to that one. Pretty slick. You don't usually sneak in the back door against Axtell. And they did right there. So one minute to go. In the first half of play in our D-1-8 sub-district semi-final, both teams 16 and 6. Shelton unranked, but Axtell is 7th after winning the conference. Runge for 3, got it top of the key. Brennan Runge knocks down the 3-point bucket. His first points of the game, they had to run him off the screen up top to knock it down. 30-25, 40 seconds. High 1-4 set for Shelton. Ramos gets by Runge, brings it in, and a charge on Ramos. Sitting there the whole time. Was Heinrichs, and that's huge because you call it on Zach, that's his third. And instead, it'll be an offensive foul on Erickson Ramos. And now Axtell, 34 seconds. What will coach Heinrichs have them do, play for one? They could cut it from ten to a one-possession game to halftime and be in pretty good shape considering that Axtell only led it two to nothing. And Shelton's led the rest of the way. 20 seconds. Rungi will dribble out to center court. Ramos on him, making him use the left hand. Five-second count on. Rungi bounce pass in the corner. Gets it to Weir. Weir back out top. Rungi, nine seconds. Over to Heinrich. Still outside the arc. Crossover into the paint. Lobs it down low. Weir's got it. Ball fake. Up. Left hand. No good. Tip tried. Johnson. That's it. We're at the end of the first half of play. As competitive as we thought it would be. Your score. The Shelton Bulldogs, 30, and the Axtail Wildcats, 25. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is next on Power
9: 99. Thanks for listening to this sports broadcast. Proudly brought to you in part by the staff and management of Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Ganguish Seed Farms knows how hard all these students and coaches work for their team's success. That's why Ganguish Seed is very proud to support all of our athletes. Good luck today, and remember, winning means trying. Good luck to all the student-athletes from everyone at Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Find us online at ganguishseedfarms.com or call 308-647-5301. One.
7: The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day. Making your life better and our community stronger. All while striving for your success. Helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Baking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
1: And it's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service for Venice Annotation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Shelton, 30, and Axel, 25. Other scores, 13 seconds to go in the game. Hastings and Lexington tied at 47. Halftime, BDS leads Harvard 20-15. to Earlier tonight, it was Kearney Catholic taking care of business in their game over Wood River. North, Plates, North Platte St. Pat's beats Overton 52-36. Shelton, let's see what else we got here. Ansley Litchfield was upset in their basketball game tonight. And that ball game uh, went double overtime for Burwell to beat Ansley Litchfield in their contest. And the Carney High girls taking on number three, Lincoln Pius the 10th tonight. They fall 52-40 to 40 in their contest. We'll be back with the first half stats and more. Stay with us.
10: I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery. And then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being any place else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. your care, our inspiration.
11: UNK is a place where quality education meets hands-on learning, and going the extra mile gets rewarded. It's a place where you can put yourself out there, reach your goals, and set new ones you never thought possible. Be yourself, but develop the best version of you. Let us show you what you're made of. Be blue, be gold, be bold. Apply now to the University of Nebraska at Carnegie. Learn more at unk.edu.
1: Pleasanton Boys basketball coach Jeff Vetter going to join us here momentarily. Let's go ahead and take a look at the first half stats. First off for Axtel, Tyler Danberg has six points and a rebound. Zach Heinrich, seven points, three rebounds. Nick Pearson, two points, two rebounds. Colin Soderquist, a rebound. Jacob Weir, two rebounds. Brennan Rungie has been held to three points. Two rebounds, and Calvin Johnson has seven points, three rebounds, and one blocked shot. At the half, nine points in that first half, 16 in the second, 25 points, 15 rebounds, seven out of 12 at the free throw line, two out of eight from a three-point land for Axtell. One blocked shot, six turn. Whoops, whoops. We have a readjusting here. We're okay. Let's go ahead and say that Axel has six turnovers. And foul situation, Tyler Danberg and Zach Heinrichs each have two. For Shelton... Rice Shaney, just one rebound, no points. Kyle Wien, two points. Erickson Ramos, a huge second quarter, nine points, two rebounds. Quinn Shaney, a three-pointer, four rebounds. Marcus Laber, four points, three rebounds. Angel Len nine points, three rebounds, and two blocks. Colby Sutton, a three-pointer, and one rebound. Fifteen points in each quarter, 30 points, 14 rebounds. Six out of six at the free-throw line, four of nine from three-point land. Two blocks, four turnovers. Two fouls apiece on Quinn Shaney and Ben Bombeck at the half, Sheldon leading Axtell 30-25. to In our first game tonight, Pleasanton 53 and Kennesaw 25, shutting out Kennesaw in the second quarter and uh, just able to kind of do what they wanted in the second half uh, to win this ball game. And head coach Jeff Vetter joins us. And, Coach, you had beaten them earlier in the year, but there were a lot more points scored uh, tonight. Kennesaw uh, continued to turn the ball over, and a lot of those turnovers... Even though the turnover differential wasn't huge, it seemed like every time they turned it over, you were getting a layup. I know every one of Seth Echols' points tonight was a steal and a layup, where a turnover on you was more of a dead ball turnover, and it just really shut Kennesaw down, especially in that first half.
4: Yeah, we knew coming into the game that ball handling probably wasn't their strength, and so we were going to up the pressure a little bit and uh, paid off for us tonight, I thought. Overall, we kind of played down to the level of competition. I don't mean that negatively towards Kennesaw. They're a young team, and they're well coached, but I didn't think we executed very well uh, really on either end of the floor tonight.
1: Was that part of getting the backups in earlier, or was that because of what the score was?
4: Well, it was a little bit of both. We were a little frustrated. Uh, We didn't think that, like I say, we didn't execute real well, and we, as coaches we said, hey, we're going to give them another minute or two. If they don't execute, we're bringing some guys in. And we told the, the guys that were out there playing, if you don't get it done, we're bringing somebody in for you.
1: I mentioned uh, once during the game or maybe twice, I said the thing that's getting overlooked is actually Kennesaw was playing pretty good defense against your team.
4: Yeah, I thought Kennesaw did a nice job defensively. Uh, you know, we didn't, again, I don't think we executed particularly well. I think our kids maybe were kind of taking this game for granted. I hope that uh, that maybe that's the case because if we play like that Thursday night, we're going to be a lot of trouble regardless of which of these two teams we play.
1: And we've got to be ready to go. Burwell beat Ansley Litchfield in double overtime tonight, and we all know about them in the conference. So, what did you think uh, the team did do well tonight? Trevin comes off. I mentioned Seth. Uh, he yep. was probably the best out there tonight for your Bulldogs.
4: Right. I thought Seth played really good defense, had had some nice steals. Like you said, he had 10 points, and I think every one of them was off a steal in a layup. Trevin Wett came in played really nice. He had 10 points, too. Probably only played maybe a total of 8-10 eight, eight, minutes in the game. Uh, so, you know, some of our younger kids did some nice things. I just wasn't very happy with maybe the way our veterans responded. I, you know, I, I didn't think we scored in the post hardly at all tonight and uh, just kind of struggled like we just weren't ready to go.
1: Well, you know all about Axtell uh, and a little bit about Shelton, so you've seen the first half. Uh, give me the scouting report for Thursday's final on uh, both these teams.
4: Well, they're both going to be really difficult. Uh, they both have different attributes. Uh Shelton, the big kid, 24, Lobber kid, is maybe the best player we've seen all year all around. I mean he he can play. The Henrik's kid for Axdale does a great job of penetrating, creating shots for his teammates. Uh Danberg getting in trouble early. I was a little surprised they brought him back in, but he's a heck of an athlete. So, you know, both teams are, are excellent basketball teams. We're going to have to really step it up on Thursday if we want to compete with either one of them.
1: All right, Coach, we'll see you Thursday. All right, thank Congrats. you. Congrats. Yep, Jeff Vetter, the head coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They win it 53 to 25. Seth Eckel, Brady Klein, and Trevin Went all had 10, 15 points for Wyatt Hansen in his final game for Kennesaw. We'll be back with the second half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report.
12: Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by formerly serving you as crop production services. We're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Shelton Ball to start
1: the third corner, and Angel Land fires a three and hits it. That'll be the second three, and he's got a game-high 12 points. The lead is now back out to eight. It was seven, then tied. It was ten, cut to five, and now it's back up to eight. Let's see the changes that we might have, but Heinrichs drives, kicks it out. Here's a three-pointer. Weir, and it's over everything that time. Rebound grabbed on the backside by Ry Shaney, his second of the game. Over on the wing to Lynn. Down low to Ween on the block left side. Doubled. Back out top to Bombeck. Shelton doing a real good job of moving it. And here's a layup for Ry Shaney on the assist from Ben Bombeck. They are moving the ball. Axtell has to respect the three, and that means they can't pack it in. And it's now back to a 10-point lead. 35-25, five quick. Heinrichs off the screen, uses the glass with the right hand, and scores. Nine points now for Zach in the first points of the second half here for Axtell. They know they're in a battle here tonight. 35-27. 35-27. A little high 1-4. Lobber just blows by everybody and scores. Slow on the one-on-one defense tonight so far for Axtell. And Lobber with his third bucket. How about seven points in just a little over a minute? Heinrich says, how about this? Reverse layup. Stuck on the rim. No good. Offensive rebound put up by Johnson. And he's fouled. It just appears that Axtell is forcing most of their shots tonight. Not the jump shooting set it up, or transition type of basketball we're used to seeing. Ben Bombeck, who has not scored tonight, has just picked up his third personal foul for Shelton. And Johnson's free throw is good. He's got eight points now. Again, Shelton, the perfect six of six at the line. Axtell was seven of eight, and then they missed their last four of the half. Got a couple other scores. Lexington and Hastings are in overtime. Second free throw, no good. Bombek, who committed the foul, gets the rebound at halftime. St. Paul 29, Central City 23. At the half, Broken Bow 23, and Ord 18. Off the screen, Lobber for three. That one is no good. Rebound into the corner, and Rungy. Runs it down. Runge down the floor. Doesn't have numbers. That never matters. He's going to put the finger roll up off the heel. No good. He's such an athlete, but sometimes just a too much speed. Shaney outlet to Bombeck at the other end. He got fouled. And I think Tyler Danberg has just picked up his third personal foul. Indeed, that is the case. And we're going to get a timeout called by Axtell, brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney, with 6.09 remaining in the third quarter of play. Shelton 37, Axtell 28.
5: located in Sutton.
1: Doug Duda in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Carney Catholic bringing you the D18 action while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Free throws out of the timeout for Ben Bombeck, and he'll make the first one his first point of the game. And back to a double digit lead for Shelton. The second free throw is on the way, and it's short, so it stays at 10. Johnson will grab his fifth rebound. Over to Heinrichs. Zach crossover, takes it at Ween into the corner to Runge. Trying to find a way to get a shot all over him is Rise Shaney. And Shaney then picks his pocket. The ball loose. It's still loose, but Shelton can't grab it. Long cats underneath. Johnson, great ball fake, and then it's blocked from behind by Lauber. A whole bunch of athleticism on both sides of the basketball right there. The ball got loose, and it was a mad scramble. And a great pass underneath by Zach Heinrichs, but Lauber was able to get back and slap it away. So, Axtell underneath their own hoop. Into Heinrichs, takes it at the hoop. Pull up jumper from six. It's good. Zach down with 11 to lead the way for Axtell. 38-30. Shelton, 540 to go, third Bomb back up top, overload to the left side. Angel Lynn has 12 so far in the game. Up top to Bombeck. Weak side to Kyle Wien. Outside the arc. They get it to Lauber on the post. Covered by Johnson. Up top, Bombeck. Wide open three. And it's in and out. No good. Rebound. Still being slapped around and grabbed by Calvin Johnson. His sixth. Up to Zach Heinrichs. Shelton has led virtually the whole game. And we get a foul called here on Kyle Wien on the crossover. Zach Heinrichs got him to bump into him. His second. And the team's second. And here comes... Colby Sutton into the ball game. Also coming in, Quinn Shaney. And checking out Lobber and Bombeck. 5-10 remaining in the third quarter. Axtell down by eight with a basketball. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, including the University of Nebraska. Kearney, be blue, be cold, be bold at UNK. High post with it is where... He's been quiet tonight. Crossover Heinrichs gets into the paint, pulls up from 12, got it. So Zach now starting to warm up. He's got all three field goals of the third quarter. 38-32, Axtell didn't get back. Three-pointer Quinn Chaney is good. His second three of the ball game. So here we go again. Axtell closes it. Shelton answers. Heinrichs coast to coast. He's double-teamed and still off the window and in. He's got 15, so it's not Runge's night. Heinrichs is picking up the slack. Ryan Shaney into the right-hand corner to Lynn. Underneath, they get it to Quinn. Shaney, shot blocked off the glass by Brennan Runge. Picked up by Shaney. Three-pointer is no good. And the rebound brought down by Zach Heinrichs. Again, Shelton just about made something out of nothing there when that ball got deflected away. Heinrichs will bring it across the timeline. You can tell he's winning. He just sprinted up and down the floor about five times. Still keeps the dribble over towards the left wing. Uses the high screen and roll. Back over to Nick Pearson, who's in. Posted up Johnson. And Rye Shaney, or Quinn Shaney, reaps around and fouls him. Trying to deny the entry pass. That'll be the third on Quinn. So he and Bombeck have three for Shelton. Danberg has three for Axtell. 41-34 Shelton. 3.51 to go, third quarter. The winner gets Pleasanton Thursday night here on Power 99. On ESPN, Carney Catholic, rolled Wood River. And Gibbon leads Holdridge 39-31 at the end of three. A final in overtime. Hastings comes back to beat Lexington 61-53, but both should be playing on Saturday. And another reach-in foul going to be called here on Shelton. Kyle Ween with his third. It's before the shot on another Heinrichs drive. Fourth foul of the quarter. They'll stack it up left side of the lane. They get Rungie open, a deep three. Brennan is short. A rebound comes all the way out to the top. Grabbed by Ween and a foul on Axtell. They didn't get there in time. And Zach Heinrichs gets his third personal foul. So some key players on the bubble of foul trouble here. Shelton with the ball and a seven point lead. And a reach-in foul going to be called here on Calvin Johnson. His first, only the second of the half. Excuse me, the third of the half, because we just had one on Heinrichs. So Shelton ball on the baseline. Colby Sutton to throw it in. Sutton, Ween, both of the Shanies, and Lobber. Trying to set up Sutton for a three. Oh, he just shoved off, and they didn't call it. He didn't take the shot, though, either. Our officials now start to talk to the players. Here comes Shaney down the middle. Ball swatted out of there by Calvin Johnson, but it goes into the hands of Sutton. Backside jumper, Lobber, good. Sutton got it. He found Lobber, and Lobber hits the seven-footer off the window. He's got eight. The lead back to nine. 43-34 Shelton. Heinrich's top of the circle. Guarded there by Ween and the Shelton man-to-man. Again, he wants to take him off the dribble. Puts it up and in, and he got fouled. Zach Heinrichs is trying to do it, and he's had pretty good success. Kyle Ween, his fourth personal foul. So Ramos in, and Len in. Here comes Danberg back in for Axtell. 10 in the quarter, 17 in the game for Zach Heinrichs, but he needs some help. He's got 10 of the 11 points in the quarter. Shelton has four different players, five different players that have scored in this quarter. And I think we want to get a timeout before the free throw here by Shelton, brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. 2.57 to go in the third quarter. Shelton, 43, and Axtell, 36.
11: Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Welcome to Freddy's.
8: What can we get started for you?
0: I haven't had a carb in three weeks. And if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original, double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae, please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and steak burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Fish and Chips Basket or Sandwich.
1: Free throw by Heinrichs. is up and in to complete the three-point play. 43-37. Boy, Rice-Shaney was wide open, but the pass to him got deflected out top. A rare Shelton turnover there. First of the half. Heinrichs again, pull up from nine, 360 spin, in and out, no good. Offensive rebound, Pearson, and he gets out of there with it. Had a real tug of war. Backdoor pass dropped, though. There was a layup and a foul now called, and Danberg has just got his fourth. Instead of a Danberg layup, he dropped, well, he didn't drop it, he just never got control of it. And then a the little ticky tack foul in there on the turnover so that exchange was the first turnover for each team here of the corner. so danberg has four for axtel ween has four for shelton danberg the second leading scorer on this team six in the first half none in the second half he's on the bench with four fouls now ween is not necessarily a scorer but he does have four for shelton lob it inside lobber way under thrown and shelton turns it over here comes Rungi. you know he wants to go coast to coast and he walked Good defense by Ryan Shaney and Angel Lynn. Very rarely have you seen Brennan Runge pass the ball when he's on the run out because he's simply usually faster than everybody on the court and wins those battles, but he has one bucket tonight. So it's been a rough night for the leading scorers here for Axtell. It's all Heinrichs tonight. He averages 14, and he's already got 18. But Danberg averages 15, he's got six. Runge averages 16, he's got three. Ball picked away. Heinrichs took right at the top of the key, and he'll go around, reverse layup, and hit a tough one around Rye Shaney. Shaney set up to take the charge. I don't know how Heinrichs made that one. That was an NBA reverse layup, a lot of spin off the glass. And this is as close as we've been in the second half. Ramos underneath, though, and there's the foul on Brennan Runge. Boy, Shelton is running some great half-court getting some cuts, getting some screens, moving well without the basketball. Brennan Runge with his second foul and two free throw coming up for Erickson Ramos who had all nine of his points in the second quarter. 43-39, again as close as Axtell has been in the second half. But immediately Ramos gets a chance to extend the lead here with the first of two free throws and the first one is up and it is in. 10 points now for Ramos. 44-39. He has 10, and Lynn has a dozen. BDS after three leads Harvard 35-26. Another score update for you. Second free throw. Good. Six of six at the line for Erickson Ramos. 45-39, Shelton. A minute and a half to go. Third quarter. They try to trap Heinrichs in the backcourt, but he got around the double team. Should have numbers. Rungi in the corner for three. No good. Rebound right down by Ry Shaney, and you just have the feeling that Runge, since he's not even had many chances, probably that's not going to be the option down the stretch. Angel Land up top, Lobber, spins in the lane, just throws one up with a right hand. It's no good. Loose ball, Ramos throws it back into the court of play. Saved here for Shelton, picked up there by Sutton. A minute to go in the third quarter. 45-39, Shelton, and the ball picked off. Top of the key, Rungy uncontested, and he'll make the layup. Runge anticipates and gets a big steal and bucket. 45 seconds to go in this third quarter. 45-41, and the Axtell fans start to get into it. Shelton spreads the floor, flashes Shaney down the lane. Can't get their Len drives. He'll draw contact. They're going to call the block on Axtell. And the foul will be on Colin Soderquist, his first our high school basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Len hit a couple of free throws for his first points in the first quarter, and here he'll drop the first one in. 13 points. 46-41, Shelton. 35 seconds to go third quarter on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Gibbon, and Keen, And the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com, the second free throw good by Len. 5 in the quarter, 14 in the game, 47-41, Shelton up the floor, Heinrichs, the ball just about double dribbled him as it ran up on his chest, now into the paint, he's got a look, the 9-footer good, Zach having the game here in the third quarter, still plenty of time for Shelton, they want to play for one with 20 seconds, it's not their M.O., but they're going to play for it, Lobber, lobs it inside, pick and roll, knocked out of Sutton's hands, but a foul going to be called. And the ball will be taken out underneath. And another foul on Soderquist. Two quick ones. Now they're going to say that that is the seventh team foul, apparently. And that is what matches up with my book. So to the line to shoot the one-and-one, Colby Sutton. A lot of fouls called here in the third quarter. Seven on Axtell, five on Shelton. Sutton has not been to the line. And the front end of the one-and-one for Colby is up, and it is strong, no good. And the rebound brought down by Calvin Johnson. Eight seconds. He's got it to Heinrichs, looking at Runge. He's covered. Zach drives, stops, has an open look from 10, but that one won't go, and that is the end of the third quarter of play here in our D-18 Sub-District Semifinal. Shelton 47, Axtell 43 on Power 99.
6: Value meals at Amigos Kings Classic just got better. Now there's five meals with five items for only $5 each. The newest meal brings back the popular Taco Rito, and it's paired with a mini crisp chicken burrito. And just like the other five for $5 meals, you'll get fries, chips and cheese sauce, and a drink. That's a lot of food for 5 bucks. For faves you crave, choose Amigos Bigger and Better $5 Value Meals. High five, Amigos!
1: Doug the back with you here. Our high school basketball brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions. Decade after decade, we're here to provide the best technologies, tools, and products so you can focus on what you do best, grow. Who is going to keep on rolling into the sub-district finals against Pleasanton on Thursday? And will Shelton change up their defense? Zach Heinrichs had 15 points in the third quarter. You got to get on him. And hey, if Brennan Runge does something, so be it. And for Shelton, they are led by Angel Lenn with 14-11 for Erickson Ramos, eight for Marcus Lauber. Axtell will get the ball to start the fourth quarter of play. They are down by 4-47-43. A battle of 16 and 16s, and a change defensively here for Shelton. So that brings head coach Brent Heinrichs off the bench, talking to his players how to attack this. The original five starters are in. Rungi on the left wing. They're playing zone. 1-3-1. Skip it over to the right side to Weir. Up top, a deep three. Heinrich's got it. He is unconscious right now. 25 points. It's a one-point game. The 10-point lead whittled down to 147-46 on the opening possession of the fourth quarter. Len dangerous off the screen. He's got an open three, but it won't go. Ball hits the floor. Ramos tries to save it, but it's in to Brennan Runge. And up the floor with a chance to take their first lead since the first quarter. Another deep three. Heinrichs feeling it, but it's off the heel. No good. Erickson Ramos with the rebound. That probably would have unhinged the Wildcat fans over there who were nervous. You can tell. Their team been behind the whole game except for two to nothing. Colby Sutton over to Angel Lynn. Top of the key to Shaney. To Lobber, who's got to get it going, and he runs into his teammate. The ball's loose. It's out of bounds off of Axtell. And it will be Shelton basketball. And into the game is Quinn Shaney, who has played so well tonight. Coach Tyler Horkey telling me before the game he has really played well here the last few games. Both teams feel that they can put a run together, but boy, just to get out of tonight is going to be a battle. Inbounds pass, Lynn. Leaner in the lane, no good. Good defense in there by Ware. The rebound brought down by Calvin Johnson, his team high eighth. Shelton, 6.40 to go in a game. Runge up top Heinrichs, gets by Shaney, kicks it over on the wing. Weir can't get a shot. One dribble, now takes a 12-footer. No good. Great box-out job by Quinn Shaney. He'll get his fifth rebound. Give it off to Brother Rye, and across the timeline he comes. Now Shelton needs to find a way to get their offense going here. Ramos, who's had a great game, covered by Runge. Back out top to Quinn Shaney to lend. They spread the floor. Angel picked up there by Weir. Again, a couple of players with four fouls, Danberg and Wien, and driving in, we've got an offensive foul on Shelton, the ball got deflected away, everybody was heading towards the Axtell front court, and then all of a sudden there's Ray Chaney, and Chaney decided I'm just going to take it to the hoop, despite there being some Axtell players in the road, and he gets his first foul of the contest. And Selma beats South Loop 60-31, to so they'll play Burwell Thursday. Burwell a double overtime winner tonight against Ansley Litchfield. 47-46, six minutes to go. A deep three, Runge. No good. He had a lot of room if he wanted to dribble in, but didn't happen. And Quinn Shaney will get his sixth rebound. Up the floor to Len. Len, there he drives. He had an open three, and he'll score. He just drove instead of taking it, and Len now with 16 points to lead the way for Shelton. Heinrichs all the way, bounce pass underneath, gets it to Danberg, he walked to the basketball. Oh, no. Oh, no, a foul is going to be called underneath. The Shelton fans didn't like that, and maybe that's why Danberg shuffled his feet is because he got bodied up on. And the foul going to be called on Quinn Shaney, and he has four. So a one-and-one here for Tyler Danberg. In the game, Axtell, 9 of 15 from the line. Shelton, 11 of 13. So the one and one now. Danberg up and good. He's got seven. 49-47, Shelton. Second free throw coming up. And it's good. 49-48. And Shelton just continue to keep the lead? Been a pretty good night of officiating, too. That one there I know was a toss-up, and it went to Axtell's way. Lobber up top gives it to a wide-open bomb back at the top of the circle over to Ramos, guarded here by Runge and the Axtell man-to-man. Len comes out top. They force him deep to rise Shaney. On the switch, Zach Heinrichs on him. Shaney gives it to Lobber 24 feet away. Left key uses the ball screen. Stops and gives it off to Lynn. Angel crossover dribble. Almost forced the three. Right in his face is Pearson. Long possession here for Shelton. Over to Ryan Shaney. He forces his way into the paint, and he's grabbed. And we are in the bonus for both ball clubs, so free throws could decide this. The foul is on Zach Heinrichs, his fourth. 49-48, Ryan Shaney. And Axtell cannot afford to lose Zach Heinrichs 25 points in the ball game. Their point guard, their senior, the free throw, Ry Shaney, front end of the one-and-one, one, in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Danberg. Again, Axtell has a chance to take the lead. They've had about five opportunities, haven't done it. Heinrichs is going to try it, 10-footer, off the heel, no good. Rebound, Danberg, back up and in. And Axtell has fought back from 10 down to take a 50-49 to 49 lead with four and a half to go. Over on the right wing, and a foul going to be called on an entry pass to Angel Len on Nick Pearson. That'll be his first. Len will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one. One. Plenty of timeouts left. Four in the ball game for Shelton. And we've got three over here for Axtell. One of the things you want to look at is the wild card points which we will do the front end of the one on one for Angel Len is up and in. And we are tied at 50. That is the first tie since it was 18 all. Next thing you knew it was 30 to 20, Shelton. The second free throw by Len on the way and it's short but rolls in. So Len now with four in the quarter and 18 in the game. 51-50. Shelton by one. And Zach Heinrichs brings it across the timeline. Over on the right wing, holding the ball there, is going to be Johnson to Runge from way downtown. Brennan Runge with his second three, top of the key. You get frequent flyer miles on that, and we've got a timeout by Shelton with 4.02 to go in the ball game, a 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT positions of Carney. Your score is Axtell 53 Only way is TBK. On ESPN 1460, Holdridge rallies from 8 down to force overtime against Gibbon. That's on ESPN 1460. Earlier tonight on 1230 KHS, Hastings rallied to force overtime and beat Lexington. We'll give you an update on Donovan Trumbull's Sandy Creek here in just a little bit, as that game should be over by now. Here it's 53-51 in favor of Axtell. Their biggest lead since it was two to nothing. Shelton ball out of the timeout. Back cut, lobber open. Oh, he tried to dunk it, and he missed it. Oh, young man, just make the bucket. And the rebound brought down by Axtell's Nick Pearson, and that's exactly what his coaches are thinking. I mean, you dunk it, it's great, but it doesn't count anymore. Here's Heinrich, spins in the lane again, might have walked, gives it off the last minute, and Danberg will lay it up and in. Six in the quarter, 12 in the game. The biggest lead of the game here for Axtell. They're up by four. Shelton can't afford to let it get any farther right now. They have lost, not their mojo, but they've lost the lead. Angel Len brings it in, draws contact, kicks it off to Rice. Shaney, he's got a floater from six, and it's good. On the assist from Len. Nice play there by the Bulldogs. 55-53 Axtell. 3.10 to go in the game. Shelton was up by 10. In the third, here comes Runge floating down the lane. One-hand runner, no good. And the rebound brought down by Rice-Shaney. His fifth baseball pass to the other end. Bombeck caught it in the corner of the trailer. Lobber lays it up and in. And we're tied again. Great transition offense by Shelton. 55-55. It's basketball action at its best on Power 99. This is why we have such great sponsors. Be sure to tell them thanks. The winner gets Pleasanton Thursday. Rungy with it out at the volleyball line, 28 feet away. Guarded by Wien, who has four fouls. Hands it off to Heinrichs, who has four. Pick and roll to Danberg. He's open. the reverse layup. Good. Eight in the quarter, 14 in the game. 57-55, Axtell, 2.20 to go. Angel land back up top to Ben Bombeck. Off the screen, in the paint. Here's the left-hander, Wien. no. Just maybe got it deflected in there, and Runge will grab his fifth rebound, and Coach Brent Heinrich says, slow it down. And Runge will dribble it up, almost tipped away there by Weed. Gets it into the hands of Johnson and back to Zach Heinrichs. That's where they want the ball. Two minutes to go. Axtell 57, Shelton 55. Here comes Heinrichs again. Lost it. Got it back underneath Danberg. Ball fake. Good. They've got that two-man game going crazy right now, and Axtell back up by four. Time out. Shelton. 147 to go on the ball game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. It is Axtell 59, Shelton 55.
7: The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day. Making your life better and our community stronger. All while striving for your success. Helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
1: The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by BNB Carpet. Derek Cleansport, Axtell, Whitney Brown, Northwest. Our last month's winners. Here, Shelton has the ball down four. Pass gets away, but they'll run it down here. Ryan Shaney had it. They missed the cutter, Ben Bombeck. It's 59-55, Axtell, a minute and a half to go in the game. Shelton had led virtually the entire game. Axtell finally took the lead at 53-51. Left elbow bomb back. Everybody inside the arc. Out top. Len can't get the three away. Pearson's on him. Long possession here for Shelton. Now they really need to score. Len for three. Got it. All met. Angel Len seven in the corner. 21 in the ball game. Time out on the floor. 106 remaining in the contest. Timeout. Shelton. Brought to you by EMT Physicians of Carney. Axtell ball, and the Cats lead at 59-58
3: if you want more yield the answer is a pioneer brand a series soybeans the answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1223 comparisons a series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level learn more at pioneer.com a series individual results may vary see Jamie Matson your pioneer seed dealer with 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 you from the word go.
1: All right, back to action here, 59-58, Axtell. Both teams are in the bonus. They get it in. Knocked away from Danberg, but a foul going to be called. Lobber and Bombeck trapped him. The foul going to be called. Had it not been a foul, they would have picked up the steal on Heinrichs and turned around and laid it in. Seeing some pretty good sportsmanship between these teams right now who really don't have any reason to have any kind of a rivalry. They don't play that much. The foul on Bombeck, his fourth. And at the line, Danberg, one and one. The front end of the one and one is no good. The first one he's missed. The ball hits the floor. Oh, down on the floor, Kyle Wien grabbed it. Remember, Shelton only has one timeout remaining a minute to go. 59 58, Axtell. And that is now Shelton basketball. After Len hit the big three, Lobber started to drive. Now he does drive. Takes it in, lay up. No! Good help by Rungi, and Rungi will get the rebound. We're down to 40 seconds, and they'll foul Rungy in the backcourt. It'll still be a one-and-one. Going to be called on Angel Lynn. Now, that is his first. Each team has nine team fouls. And Rungy, 0 of 2 at the line, held to eight points tonight. Half of his season average, 41 seconds to go. Boy, Danberg had made his first six before that front-end miss. Here's the free-throw Rungi, and it's no good. Hits the rim twice. Rebound to the floor. Oh, a jump ball going to be called. Nick Pearson went over the top of Angel Lynn. I'm not sure Len ever had possession of it. The arrow does point the way of Shelton. That's the way the ball should have went. Axtell fortunate that Pearson wasn't called over the back there. So for the third time, Shelton gets a chance here. 40 seconds remaining in the game. Axtell 59, Shelton 58, the new West Post game show. When we finish up, we'll have the final stats, score updates. We'll talk with the coaches. Our coverage brought to you by Maryland Healthcare. your care, our inspiration. Lobber, they love him off that left wing. Drives again, and there's the hand check foul. He's just one-on-one with Johnson. He's been able to take him, but there's always some backside help. Calvin Johnson with his second. We are now into the double bonus. So Marcus Lauber, his first trip to the line here this evening. He has 10 points. And for Lauber and Shelton, he is a ooh, free throw up, no good. He is a 49% free throw shooter. Shelton's only a 58% as the team. Right now they just want to get one as the first one is no good. And still from the line as a team, 66%. Second free throw up, and it's in. We're tied. Marcus Lauber, 59-59, 30 seconds. Ball almost turned over now. Heinrichs has it. They have numbers wide open at the other end, and getting fouled is going to be Calvin Johnson. And I'll tell you what, Ben Bombeck just fouled out of what could be the last game of his career, but what a smart play. He was on the dead run, and he just reached out and grabbed his jersey because if he didn't do it, it would have been an uncontested layup for Calvin Johnson. Yeah, it's going to be two free throws, but you make Johnson earn it because there was nobody else in the zip code. Johnson at the line is 4 of 6 in the game tonight. He is a 61% free throw shooter. So Bombeck fouls out with 24 seconds. And... Angel Lynn, excuse me, Calvin Johnson at the line. Eight points, 24 seconds to go. We are tied. He gets two. We're in the double bonus. And the first one is on the way, and it is good. So that makes it 60-59 to 59 in favor of Axtell. Second free throw. Second free throw coming up, and it's on the way, and it's good. Calvin Johnson hits them both. It's 61-59. Shelton out down by two. In the game is Colby Sutton, and Coach Tyler Horky has elected to use his final timeout. 18 seconds remaining. Axtell 61, Shelton 59, Bulldog basketball in the sub-district semifinal. This timeout brought to you by ENT
8: Physicians.
1: Holdridge and Gibbon going to double overtime on ESPN 1460. Here we've got 19 seconds to go. We may head to overtime. Shelton's down two with the ball. lobber has been the man. They've got it in his hands. A three-pointer. It's no good. Rebound. Headed out of bounds. Axtell has it. Where's the foul? They're letting it go. Oh, they call a jump. It is still going to be Axtell basketball. Boy, Nick Pearson, really, they let him bump him around a little bit. There is only six and a half seconds to go. And Coach Heinrichs wants to call a timeout. What a game we've got going here. They went for the win, or at least the lead, and it did not fall for Marcus Lauber. We'll take a quick break. Back in a moment.
3: The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to The Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper.
1: Our high school basketball coverage brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Be blue, be cold, be bold at UNK. The clock says 6.7 seconds remaining in the game. Axtell has the ball in a 61-59 lead, but they have to take it out of the backcourt in front of Shelton, and Shelton is now out of timeouts, remember. So they will have to foul immediately if they don't get a steal. To throw it in is Nick Pearson. Here we go, guarded by Angel Len. Looking for Heinrichs, he's covered. He gets it into Zach. Time drifting away. They finally get the foul, but two seconds And about a half runoff, 4.3, and Quinn Chaney fouls out of the basketball game, but at this point, that does not matter. Four seconds remaining. Quinn ended up with six points and six rebounds. Earlier, Ben Bombeck fouled out with one point and one rebound. So it's up to Heinrichs, who's got a game-high 25 points. He can put it away with two free throws. If not, Shelton will have a chance, but they don't have a timeout. Shelton would love Heinrichs to miss the first and make the second so that they could take it out of bounds. And a great job here by Coach Tyler Horky being really smart. You get a minute to sub when somebody fouls out of the game. He's using as much as he can, trying to freeze Heinrichs, although they're not really talking about a play. They probably talked about that more during the Axtell timeout. Unfortunately, one of these teams' season comes to an end tonight. They are the number 14 and number 15 teams in the wild card, so you'd have to win tonight, and if you get beat Thursday, there's probably still not a chance to get in. Two free throws for Heinrichs in the double bonus. Here we go. The front end. Big one for Zach, the senior up. It's good. And he can send him to the dist- sub-district final with one here, but first... Coach Heinrichs is just going to use a 30-second timeout, 62-59, Axtell. We'll be right back.
9: Thanks for listening to this sports broadcast. Proudly brought to you in part by the staff and management of Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Ganguish Seed Farms knows how hard all these students and coaches work for their team's success. That's why Ganguish Seed is very proud to support all of our athletes. Good luck today, and remember, winning means trying. Good luck to all the student-athletes from everyone at Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Find us online at ganguishseedfarms.com or call 308-647-5301.
1: Well, the whole key here is you've got to get that defensive rebound and that's going to take about a second and a half. You can get one pass. They've snuck Ramos out here on one side and Sutton on the other. Axtell's putting nobody down there to rebound. So Shelton, grab it. You crisscross it. You hope to hit a half quarter. Heinrich's up. No good. Rebound brought down by Wien. Wien's going to take it up to Lobber. Lobber got a good look at a three, but it's way off the mark, and that's the ball game. Lobber was only about 23 feet away. They really got it up the floor. I think even Lobber was surprised how close he got, and it was off to the right. It did not draw iron. And a game that Shelton led most of the way. They couldn't finish it off. And what a great basketball game here tonight. And Axtell, 62. Shelton, 59. Axtell and Pleasanton played the first game of the year. They will play the last game of the year. Now, Pleasanton has a legit shot. I think they're 8 or 9 in the wild cards. If they don't win Thursday, they got a legit shot to still be in. But that is a bubble one for sure. Axtell, 17 and 6. Shelton 16-7. The finals will be Thursday night coming up the New West Post game show. We've got all the scores from around the area. Donovan Trumbull was a winner tonight, 52-44 over Sandy Creek. They'll play Sutton, who had a tight one, against St. Cecilia tonight and won by six. We've got all the scores. Coldridge and Gibbon in double overtime. Final stats. We'll talk with the coaches. Stay with us. You're listening to High School Basketball on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings Grand Island, and
6: PlatteRiverPreps.com.
1: And welcome back. A big thank you to our producer engineer, Stacey Johns. I'm Doug Duda. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Kearney Catholic Boys, an easy win tonight over a Wood River. The Carney High Girls gave Lincoln Pius the 10th of battle but fell 52-40 to 40 tonight. Broken Bow has beaten Ord 44 34, and Gibbon and Holdridge are headed to triple overtime. And that game is currently on ESPN 1460. Centura beating Ravenna tonight 57 42, as we said earlier, and Selma Myrna beat South Loop. They will play Burwell, who upset Ansley Litchfield in double overtime this evening. We'll get to all the numbers in just a moment, but the head coach of the Axdale Wildcats, Brent Heinrichs, has joined us here. Wow, Coach, Uh, it just looked like one of those games for a long, long time. Shelton got the lead, 10 down to 6, 10 down to 4, 8 down to 4. It didn't look like you were going to get over the hump, and uh, you finally did. You shot 70% in the fourth quarter. I didn't have either team for a turnover in the fourth quarter. It wasn't like Shelton gave the ball game away. You had to go out and take it from them. Tell me a little bit about how you did it after being down 10 in the third quarter of play.
13: Well, I tell you, you know, they're a great basketball team. Boy, they got athletic guys, and they can shoot, and they're long. And and uh, they did a good job of getting it inside, getting on the glass. We did, you know, we gave them a couple of set-shot threes, but uh, early and, and dug ourselves a hole. But, um, you know, they're tough to battle back from. But, you know, Zach made plays when Tyler was in foul there a little bit in the third quarter, and be, before Brennan, uh, was really uh, hit much there, and, and Zach just kept making play after play after play. I really thought Nick Pearson de- came in and did a heck of a job defensively. Uh, we had trouble staying in front of uh, uh, Lobber and, and uh, Angel, and, and he did a good job defensively, even if the scorebook maybe doesn't show it. I, I thought he played a fine basketball game. So, you know, then we got Tyler back, and, and he made some plays, and Calvin Johnson, and, and Brendan hit that one big three, and uh, boy, it was a gut-check time game, but a lot of fun to be a part of
1: most of this was straight up man to man maybe a, a little one three one zone out of a timeout or a quarter break but what was Shelton doing I thought it was straight man you tell me what were they doing against uh, Brennan Rungi to really frustrate him for most of this game
13: yeah you know they really did a good job of dogging him good and uh, when they got the ball they they put him in a dribble drive situation with uh, help coming right away to double and and uh you know we struggled, struggled with that for a little bit and and uh you know Brennan's been getting a lot of attention he's an excellent shooter and and, uh, you know, I just told him, just let the game come to you, to you. you know, we don't want to force something. Get your feet set, your time will come. And, and uh, when he hit that big three to, to put us in front, you know, that was that was exhilarating. But every every possession defensively, we I think we grew a lot defensively tonight. Boy, at halftime, I really challenged him because, um, you know, Shelton was playing harder than us the first half. I really honestly believe that. And, and I told him we sure aren't going to beat an athletic team uh, like this if they're playing harder than us. And, and second half, you know, we gave it all we had, and it still could have went either way. So it's a shame uh, anyone had to lose. Shelton's a, a heck of a team. Brett Heinrichs, the head basketball coach at Act Still. Hey, I want to say uh, hello to my folks listening on Power 99 at home tonight, uh, Marvin and Irene. I want to say hi to them.
1: I want to say hi to them, too. Thanks for listening, Marvin and Irene. I tell you what, your boy got us excited here tonight and showed it to everybody from, from Shelton. I have watched Zach and, again, you're going to be talking about your nephew. You're going to be talking about a kid that has started four years for you. You're going to be talking about a kid that caught some crap because he was starting as a freshman down at Axtell. I've never seen him play like he did tonight. Was that tonight? Was that something that was going on? Has he been doing that here in his senior year? He really, Tell me a little bit about
13: it. You know, and I didn't coach him his freshman and sophomore years, just last year and this year. But, you know, this year especially, he's really played well. And, uh, you know, he's, he's helped us through pressure, through double teams, and attacks on the downside of things and looks for things, uh, two-on-one, three-on-twos, and gets he's, he's so tough to stay in front of and gets to the front of the rim. And tonight he had that little floater and jump shot going and then a couple threes. I mean, he really raised his level to his game to a new level, had some steals out front right when uh, we really needed it. So, boy, you know, I was really proud of him. And, uh, you know, there was a time when we were down 10, and, and Zach just, uh, you know, and Tyler was in foul trouble, and, and Zach just said, I'm not going to let this get away from us.
1: All right, you got Pleasanton on Thursday night. You started the season with them. You're going to end the regular season, or at least the postseason, with them. You've been watching them. It probably wasn't their best game tonight. That's what Coach Vettera actually said. Oh, but they always seem to step up when they're playing top ten competition or the guys that they know they're battling for in the FKC. What do you think
13: about Thursday? You know, they're a heck of a team. They got a lot of length, a lot of size. We're going to be at a disadvantage uh, that way. Um, they beat us by one on opening night, but. Honestly, it, the game wasn't, wasn't that close. They missed a lot of free throws down a stretch, kind of left the door open for us. So, you know, I hope we've improved. I'm sure they've improved, too. It's going to be a darn good game. We've really got to uh, learn how to play with good position. We've got to remember that. It's something we've had to stress all year long. And we've got to play with good position against Pleasant, and we can't get bullied around inside because, you know, we're not the, the team with the, the most girth around. We really have to play with good position, and that's just something I've got to remind them of each and every day. I don't want to put you on the spot, coach,
1: but I know that uh, the Axtell community has been going through kind of a rough time here. You mentioned that uh, you've been back for two years. Chris Callen was coaching. He moved down here, and unfortunately, uh, he has no longer with us, passed on here a few days ago. And I know that when you've got that around the kids, uh, there's, no, there's no easy words.
13: There is, and is, is a shock to everyone. And, uh, you know, i I become uh, close friends with him in the last two years, and, uh, you know, I. I uh, just can't explain such things and i don't i don't know how to put it into words, but the loss uh, all of us feel there is, has been uh, you know it's been traumatic and uh, we just look look at each other for answers but you know um, we get out up back onto the basketball floor and and we still got to uh, play good defense and execute and and, and obviously we're going to think highly of him moving forward as we always have in the past but uh, you know it's been a tough week a lot of emotions flowing through the kids and the staff and uh, a couple of weeks and uh and everybody and and it's just uh, been a roller coaster of emotions
1: well he always had a kind word and a smile even the last time i was over there when we had the loomis game was the last time i saw him and again our uh, condolences from our family to the axdale community who we uh, always have loved to cover for 25-plus years. So, uh, again, just wanted to say that. And sometimes sports can uh, heal things up, and uh, we'll be back here again on Thursday. So, uh, Coach, thanks for the time. Hey, thanks so much, my friend. Appreciate the coverage. Appreciate it, buddy. Brent Heinrichs, the head coach of the Axtell Wildcats. They come back to win it 62-59. We'll run down Coach Horky, give you the final numbers right after this.
12: there's just one place where students are students first and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics, high school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska school activities association and the Nebraska state interscholastic athletic administrators association.
5: located in Sutton.
1: And welcome back to the New West Post game show. When you have a great game, no matter what it is, that means somebody has their heart ripped out usually. And when it's in the postseason, it hurts even more. Tyler Horky of Shelton joining us. And coach, uh, I know this crew of seniors had been waiting for a while. You knew it was coming. The team had caught, you've been getting better, better under your tutelage, under the coach before you been getting better, better. And we just talked off air, talked with Coach Heinrichs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you lost the ball game. They that's shot right. red hot maybe a little bit yep. better than you. You sure. didn't turn it over in the fourth quarter. Nope. You made your free throws. Uh-huh. Hard to explain.
14: Yeah, that's some. What did I do? We're good.
1: <laughs> I think on the coach. Sitting on the cord. That's okay. Coach Vetter did it earlier.
14: Oh, good. So, you know. All right, man, I'm off going. the court now. There you I go, think. bud. Yeah, it, that sums it up. I We played well. I told them that after the game, there's nothing to hang their hat on. So we say six teams, there's only six teams in all of Nebraska who win the last game of the year. And unfortunately, it happened to us today. They, they played hard. The seniors were phenomenal.
1: Talk about the game plan coming in. I just talked about shutting down Brennan Runge. Right. You played a man yeah. up. You, you did everything you could. Your defense was outstanding. Mm-hmm.
14: Yep. I so said that was our game plan. We knew, knew that's what we needed to do. Heinrichs was, he killed us down the stretch I mean with, again you have to take somebody away somebody's going to score right I mean with a good team like that you can't take everybody away but I I'm a man to man guy in the end I think that's just that's what I do I know we talked about some different things we worked on some different stuff throughout the week and I still just felt more comfortable with and I thought we did a good job I mean I said we held them 62 points I mean that's we were, it was we did what we wanted to do that's I, our average by the way we talked about it, it is, pregame okay. they get
1: 61 and a half yeah. per game yep I mentioned it going into the fourth quarter. I would, have, I was curious if you were going to do any kind of a switch right. because, yeah, Heinrichs, you can let one guy score, but yep. he was going over the top, uh-huh. and then he just started dumping it down to right. Danberg. Did you do anything different?
14: Unfortunately, not. No, we did some one-three-one at times. I, I wish we would have ran a few more people at him. We had some different things that we planned on doing that we just didn't, just didn't do. Like I said, I, I I'm gonna kick myself on that one for a lot. I think. That, again, that's just we do different things. I, I, I was taught to play a man-to-man. I, I. I'm stubborn as a mule on some of that stuff. That's just I've done that since high school. That's just that's all I know. And again, those are adjustments that I need to continue to make. But I'm
1: going to tell you what they played well tonight. Uh, And let's talk about the positives for your. I mean, holy cow, you can talk about everything, but. One of the reasons you guys got up ten was off the bench. Erickson Ramos—he's yeah. been a bench kid his entire yeah. life—and uh-huh. he has a monster second quarter. He does some things, right. maybe not scoring in the yep. second half, but he
4: had
14: a great had game great tonight. Game. Yeah, I see. He's one of those I'm just—I'm super proud of him. He's been a little bit of a slump. I think he's been been hard on himself a little bit here last last month. And I, again, he stepped up big time because I said we've had with Rye having a bad back. We knew we would had to do a little bit of a little bit of stuff that we talked about a little bit early. So with with Rye being injured, we knew Erickson needed to step up and. He did. I, I said I, across the board, everybody and but those six seniors, I am, I am so proud of each and every single one of them for the things that they've done, the, the where they've come, the, the progress that we've made, and it's been fun.
1: Take me a little bit down the stretch here. When you did lose the lead, in fact, you're down four twice, but right. you come back yep. both times. Mm-hmm. Talk about what it took to do that and put yourself in position right. for the three that Marcus uh, took with 18 seconds. And boy, you gotta, you gotta, great, right? I don't think he realized with one second left how, yeah, how oh close gosh, he actually yes. was. But yep. kind of talk about sticking with it there when you fell behind.
14: That's been, been our MO all year. We've been in bad spots a lot this year, and we just keep battling back. Like I said, I think that shows, shows their character, shows that we, we don't give up. Like so we've been in bad spots. We keep preaching that over and over and over again that we can, we can get back there. We had a couple set plays. We just we, we got a little bit cute early in the fourth quarter, I think, with some of the stuff that we tried to do. And we just went back to some basic stuff. And again, you got Marcus Laber with the basketball in your hand. I mean, there is, really, is there anything else you need to do? Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's still, I, I was happy with what he did. I was happy with the looks we got. We just, just did to make them, did to make enough at the end.
1: I know it's hard to think about now. And you do, these six seniors, they all contributed for this basketball right. team. But uh, the challenge now is to keep it there yep. and to take that next step. Sure. Nobody wants to talk about summer right, right now. Yep. But uh, it was a great yeah. season yeah. for thank Shelton. You. And, thank uh, you, thank you. Tyler, we'll let you get down to the kids. Yes. Thanks man. Thank you. Congratulations. Yep. Somebody had to come up on the short end. It was Shelton tonight, Tyler Horky and I'm I'm going to tell you, I'm looking at scores tonight. There's a lot of teams that were winning games tonight that Shelton beat. It was just a 16 and 6 against 16 and 6. You don't see that in the first round of sub districts very often. We do have a final Holdridge in triple overtime beats Gibbon 69 to 64, so they'll get Carney Catholic on Thursday. And uh, We had some overtime games tonight. Ansley Litchfield lost in double overtime. Uh, we had uh, Carney's girls play well but fell by 12 at Pius. We'll continue on the New West Post game show. I promise you the final stats, and we'll do that next.
11: UNK is a place where quality education meets hands-on learning, and going the extra mile gets rewarded. It's a place where you can put yourself out there, reach your goals, and set new ones you never thought possible be yourself but develop the best version of you let us show you what you're made of be blue be gold be bold apply now to the university of nebraska at Kearney. learn more at UNK.EDU.
12: mother nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises that's why your nutrient ag solutions retailer is always standing by formerly serving you as crop production services we're the same faces you've relied on for years but now more capable than ever no matter what comes your way delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise we're more than an unwavering partner we're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours
1: Back on the West Post Game Show, here's a look at the final numbers of the ball game. First off for Shelton, I had eight different players in the scorebook with Ry Shaney. Four points, four rebounds. Kyle Ween, two points, three rebounds. Erickson Ramos, 11 points, four rebounds. Quinn Shaney, the freshman, six points on a couple of threes. He had six rebounds. Ben Bombeck, he's not an offensive guy to begin with. Played defense, 1.1 rebound. Marcus Lauber, 11 points, three rebounds, and a block. Colby Sutton had a three-point bucket and a rebound. And Angel Lin... Led the way tonight with 21 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 blocks. 6 for 6 at the free throw line in the first half. 8 of 12 in the second half. 14 rebounds in the first half. 13 in the second half. 3 points shooting. 4 of 9 in the first half. 3 of 8 in the second half. Turnovers 4 in each half. Shelton 30 points at halftime when they led it 30 to 25. They had 29 in the second. 59 points. 27 rebounds. 14 out of 18 at the free throw line. Seven out of 17 from three-point land. Three blocks, eight turnovers. Shelton played well. They just didn't have enough points tonight at the end to finish 16 and 7. We'll look at Axtell's numbers right after this.
3: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River
8: b and Carpet Donovan
1: Now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring Where high performance runs deep Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty for the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is Worry Free for Life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the Worry Free solution, see BB Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, That's where we always go.
13: Aurora Cooperative proudly sports homegrown high octane cleaner burning American ethanol grown by the American farmer. Aurora Cooperative supports the rural communities during times of natural disasters like last year's floods, tornadoes and blizzards. These are the same communities where our employees live, work and worship alongside those same farmers. Stop by your local A-stop or a call for on-farm delivery of American made ethanol fuels to support our American farmers.
1: Huffer together, Aurora and you. And welcome back. Let's take a look now at the final stats for the victorious Axtell Wildcats. They had just five players score tonight, but four of them in double figures, led by Zach Heinrichs. He had a 15 point third quarter. He ends up with 26 points, four rebounds. Tyler Danberg had a 10 point fourth quarter, 16 points, three rebounds. Nick Pearson, who coach lauded for his defense, 2.6 rebounds. Colin Soderquist, a rebound. Jacob Weir, two rebounds. Brennan Runge. Maybe one of his lowest outputs of the year, 8.6 rebounds and a block. Calvin Johnson, 10 points, 8 rebounds to lead the way, and 2 block shots. So a solid night for Johnson tonight. He made 6 of his 8 free throws. 15 rebounds in each half, free throw shooting 7 of 12 in the first half, 7 of 11 in the second half, 3 points shooting 2 of 8 in each half. Turnovers, 6 in the first half. I only had Axtell for 2 in the second half which was a key obviously 25 points in the first half and uh, 37 in the second half 62 points 30 rebounds 14 out of 23 at the free throw line four of 16 from three-point land three blocks eight turnovers Axtell down most of the game finally gets the lead inside three minutes to go and it wins it 62 to 59 they're 17 and six and they will play pleasanton on Thursday, 7 o'clock here on Power 99. We'll recap the scores and finish things up on the New West Postgame show next.
3: community. It's a place that means coming together, a place where the smiles are warm, handshakes are firm, and the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. Nebraska's economy is fueled by Nebraska agriculture. When agriculture is strong, Nebraska is strong. Our work reaches well beyond the farmer ranch, informing youth and consumers about agriculture, providing support for mental health, and benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska
8: agriculture.
2: for you
5: in this moment who has your back do you know the name of your insurance agent does your insurance agent know your name or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who another state another country contact barney insurance your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance barney insurance trusted people you can call when bad stuff happens in this moment get an agent who will protect you in that moment, contact barney insurance carney holdridge lexington and lincoln or log on to BarneyInsurance.net Well, again, we want to say thanks to all the
1: folks, especially uh, those also listening online. We had Shelton fans out in Oregon, western Nebraska. Of course, uh, as uh, Coach Heinrich says, his parents, they're all over the place. And we want to thank uh, our many sponsors like Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, Nutrient Ag Solutions, and the University of Nebraska at Kearney for our postseason coverage. And again, Adams Central beat Fillmore Central tonight. It was Aurora over York, 45-33. BDS beat Harvard. Other games, Broken Bow beat Ord by 10. Burwell over Ansley-Litchfield in double overtime, 75-72. Chase County beat Kozad. Donovan Trumbull over Sandy Creek, 52-44. Fullerton beats Central Valley. Giltner downs High Plains, 36-24. Gothenburg, five better than Hershey. Gran Island Central Catholic takes care of Arcadia Loop City in overtime. Hastings beats Lexington. Heartland over Riverside tonight. Other games: Carney Catholic beat Wood River 67 to 29. Mullen, uh, we mentioned uh, Coach Callen, uh, Rusty Moore, who had been battling cancer, finally succumbed yesterday, and Mullen had to go out tonight and play. He coached them to a state title, 45-44. Mullen beat Medicine Valley this evening. St. Pat's over Sand Hill. Steadford O'Neill beat Valentine. Pleasanton beat Kennesaw in our first game uh, here tonight. St. Paul beats Central City 62 to 55. Sutton over Saint Cecilia 34 to 28. And I think that pretty much covers everything that has been in right now. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Angel Lynn had 21, but Zach Heinrichs had 26, and Tyler Danberg had 16. As Axtell beats Shelton 62-59 to after Pleasanton beat Kennesaw fifty-three to twenty-five. We'll be back on Thursday and of course Friday the Pleasanton girls playing Laurel Concord Coleridge here on Power ninety-nine. And Saturday we will have the Carney boys taking on Columbus. For our producer engineer Stacy Johns, I'm Doug
6: Duda. Good night everyone. There's plenty of winter left, so now's the time to stock up. Shop and take half off. 50% off all men's and ladies' winter sportswear at Gary Michaels Clothiers. Update your wardrobe. Sport coats starting at $99. Suits $199 and up. All men's and ladies' outerwear now 30 to 50% off. Last chance men's and ladies' racks up to 75% off. Select Brighton and Hobo 30 to 50% off. Shop now and save 50% and more on winter clearance at Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Carney.